Hello and welcome to Small Town Banter, a rural library podcast about the Parkland County community, local events, and good old-fashioned Albertan humor. Small Town Banter was created by Parkland County Libraries as a way to connect you with your community from the comfort of your home. Stay tuned for special guests, funny antics, and so much more. Welcome to Small Town Banter. We are so excited to be here. You are listening to Brittany and Lorena from Parkland County Libraries, and this week we are setting our eyes to the sky. April 5th is first contact day, so we thought we would cover all things space, the stars, and maybe even a few of those little green men. The truth is out there. But before we get to that, here are some community and library updates. This week for a community update, we wanted to highlight the Wise Mind Wednesdays for youth that are presented in partnership by Spruce Grove FCSS and Parkland County and Stony Plain Youth Centre. Every Wednesday, there is a different virtual program between 4 and 5.30 p.m. The program is free, but registration is required. Once registered, youth will be able to access any or all of the Wise Mind Wednesday programs. The April 7th program focuses on effective listening and April 21st is navigating change and loss. Like always, you'll be able to find the link to the program on our page. As of this recording, all Parkland County libraries are still open to the public with restrictions. Virtual programs are going strong in all our Parkland County libraries. There is something for all ages. Here's Brittany with a sneak peek into what we have coming up for library programs. Okay, friends, I really want to talk about the library subscription boxes. There's two. There's the Teen Lit Loot and the Pick Me Up. That one's for adults. And, like, honestly, you need to register for these. They're so cool. So for the Teen Lit Loot, it's ages 13 to 19, and you get two library books that are, like, totally picked to your personal preferences. So maybe you'll get a surprise and find something new that is just your new favorites and you get crafts and snacks a little surprise the only thing you have to return is the library books and uh, the adult pick-me-up is kind of the same but more grown up so crafts treats surprises lots of fun stuff the kits that we've been doing like the programming team is nailing these like they're so fun and so cool i highly recommend that you jump on the website and register for it because you're gonna want it it's so fun Brittany what do you have for us I've been finding it really hard to find like like things are good but like new good things right when you have to stay at home all of the time it's life's gets, pretty simplistic right yeah now. it gets a little bit hard to find new things but I did find one mm-hmm. and it's that my house plants are having babies <laughs> I'm like a plant grandma <laughs> like it's got little grandbabies coming and I'm excited for them They're- and what plants are you talking about so my uh, snake plant, who okay. I had decided it was a boy, his name is Severus Snape, <laughs> and he's having a lot of babies, so that's exciting. And then I have a succulent that I don't really know what it okay. is, but it's really pretty. My girlfriend gave it to me, okay. and um, it's got little babies, and apparently this is its second round of babies. It had its first plant litter. Plant litter. <laughs> before it moved to my house so I think when you're talking about plants and litter that means deceased different. so because we talk about plant litter that's so I don't it's, think it would be called plant 
Litter. It's second. It's second group. It's like starting a second family. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I've got lots of babies happening at um, my like house. house. They're really easy to take care of. They don't need diapers or anything. So it's nice. Yeah. I'm happy with them. That's exciting. What about you, Lorena? What's your good thing? Well, I'm so excited to let everybody know that I'm going to be a kayaking babe this summer. I have been trying for the last two summers to get a kayak within a price range you know, all these minor specifics. And because of COVID, it's hard to get them anything. anywhere. So I had my own one at Costco on the website. And for the last three months, I've been going on every two days, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. My mom read the fine print because I just went in like a bowl in a china shop and like, <laughs> nope, not there, click out. Anyway, she uh, said, well, did you read the fine print that if you phone the distribution center? So this is a tidbit to all our viewers. Become a Costco insider. Yes. You can phone the distribution center if there's some specific product you want. And they may be funneling them to the stores. And they'll tell you, oh, there's nine going to the West End Costco. Of course, you have to be there first come, first serve. So we got there in the morning right when it opened. There were nine kayaks. By the time we left, there was one. Wow. So it's kind of like getting a bike. Like I, I feel your pain because last year we were trying to find my mama bike mm -hmm. and it was like racing as fast as you could from store to store yeah. trying to find one. And yeah. I guess it's even worse this year. So like. I hope you guys have your bikes and your kayaks. Yeah, phone the Costco distribution center. Get on it. Get up early. Set your alarms. Yes. So anyway, that's what I'm excited about. So lots of good things. And we hope that you had lots of good things for your week as well. So one of your favorite points in our show, Brittany, the book of the week. I love book of the week. And I think this is my favorite book of the week so far. I'm really excited about it. Um, this book and this person is, um, you know, every time you're at a new group thing or like a work retreat or some kind of event where you have to sit in a circle and get to know each other right. and like, what's like, they always have questions and you're like, oh, like, I don't even remember what my favorite color is. I don't <laughs> want to be the one to have to talk. And, um, that one question that usually gets asked is like, if there was one person in the world, living or dead, that you could meet, who would it be? And mine is Carl Sagan. Okay. He's just my person. He's my man. Yeah. And um, so that's always what, that's always who I pick. And so first contact day, April 5th. And uh, that's why I picked the book, The Cosmos by Carl Sagan. <laughs> So I'm not, he also wrote the book Contact, mm -hmm. which is obviously about first contact, but that's not the one I'm picking. I'm picking the cosmos. Um, this book was published in 1980. So a couple years before me, before, before my time and um, redone recently by Neil deGrasse Tyson. You can see his show on TV. That's all about the cosmos. That's really came from Carl Sagan, but I'm rambling. This book is just, it's so good, whether you're interested in physics or space, or you just have a hero who's written the book, there's something in it for you. It's not like a hard read. He really breaks it down so you can kind of, it's easier to understand the universe. I listen to the audiobook a lot, something that my husband and I listen to all the time, like constantly. 
Um, hearing Carl Sagan's voice is mm-hmm. mesmerizing the way he talks. Soothing. It's very soothing. And if you listen to him, like listen to the audiobook and then read the book, you then you hear it in his voice. And I just love that when the authors come through. So you have a preference, the physical book or the audio? <sighs> Probably like I love them both, but mm-hmm. I think I like the audio better just because it's him. Okay, yeah. Um and I have a quote because the man that wrote the book on first contact was a book lover. And it's just a really good quote. Um, and here it is. What an astonishing thing a book is. It's a flat object from a tree with flexible parts on which are imprinted lots of funny dark squiggles. But one glance at it and you're inside the mind of another person, maybe somebody dead for thousands of years. Across the millennia, an author is speaking clearly and silently inside your head, directly to you. Britain is writing as perhaps the greatest of human inventions, binding together people who never knew each other, citizens of distant epochs. Books break the shackles of time. A book is proof that humans are capable of working magic. That is wonderful. It's the best book quote that there is. Well, that's another book that I'm going to definitely check out. Thank you, Brittany. So, yeah, anything you can find by Carl Sagan, I recommend. So what about you, Lorena? What is your book of the week? Well, I'm going to follow along um, the same theme as you. I'm going to pick a different theoretical physicist. Uh, I did not read the Carl Sagan book, but I have read the Stephen Hawking book uh, about 25 years ago, um, A Brief History of Time. And this book came out in 1988, and I remember it was quite an anticipated book. Right. Now, at that time, I was fairly young, so I didn't really even know who Stephen Hawking was. This was my first introduction to him and kind of the bigger scope of the world. And uh, it was an e- it was his way of doing an easy read on huge concepts and also maybe chronicling his life's work at that point. An interesting thing, though, later on, he added another chapter because with science, scientific advancements, it seemed to collaborate and kind of prove a lot of his previous findings that were in the book about right. black holes and space and time and boundaries of the universe. So... Maybe something I'd have to revisit again. But uh, I also want to point out that Stephen Hawking did believe in extraterrestrials and felt that we should leave well enough alone and not make contact. Plus, Brittany, I would like you to take a look at the cover and the picture of him. His hair is so uneven. What alien human would allow him to have that plastered on the front of the book and not say, oh, one moment, sir, your hair is uneven. Let's just move it. I agree. I don't know who was doing Stephen Hawking's hair, but they, they did him dirty. <laughs> they, they did not. It looks like a big chunk, like yeah. a swath of hair. Uh, it, it just looks terrible. Yeah. But then I was thinking maybe that's the style for physicists. Like look at Albert Einstein, look at his iconic, yeah, picture where his hair is all crazy. Maybe that's just the trending physicist look. Maybe. Even like Neil deGrasse Tyson, his hair is maybe not um, 
the usual style, but I don't think I've ever seen a photo of him with his hair out of place. Like no, he looks very pristine. put together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Carl Sagan, of what I can remember, he looked very professional and. Yeah, he had the standard right. '70s haircut. Yeah. I don't think it was always. Yes, they did. Anyway, Hawking, they didn't. Humans they are the strange ones, not aliens. Truth, a hundred percent true. Okay, I uh, hope you guys liked our book of the week, and I hope you check them out. Okay, time to talk first contact. Why is this a thing? Well, first off, sorry in advance that this episode is like sci-fi, space, science heavy. Um, If that's not your thing, we'll make it up to you in the next episodes, or maybe we'll convert you. Either way, like, you're going to love science. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So back to the point, sorry. First contact day is on April 5th because in the Star Trek Star Trek universe, it's the day that Earth made first contact with another planet. Maybe Vulcan, maybe not. It's Vulcan. <laughs> um, I'm totally getting sidetracked here, guys. And so instead of going deep into the Star Trek world, and I am honestly more than happy to do that on like an aside, so email me and we can have that conversation. <laughs> but um, I found a rather funny list of reasons why we should believe in aliens, and I thought it was worth sharing. So, And I'll also post the link because I kind of um, slimmed it down a lot because there was a lot of stuff in there and it gets pretty heavy. So check it out if you're interested. So the first one, first reason why we should believe in aliens is uh, one, the U.S. Pentagon has admitted that it takes UFOs very seriously, as it should. Mm-hmm. Um, right there, like when the government's saying that they're like they're open to the concept of aliens. And you know they're not hiding it well. Look at about this time last year, there was that Facebook campaign of people wanting to storm Area 51. I know I had a... 12 year old that had a plan and was looking for financing (laughs) from his grandfather and seeing if his cousin who had a driver's license, if they could, uh, you know, formulate a plan to get down to area 51 and see what was going on. It's been a year. Like there was so much hype for that. And then it just dissolved. The aliens just stopped it. (laughs) (sighs) What a year it's been that that's something that we could just easily forget about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, the second one in the list, back to the U.S. government. There is people in the government that say no one is taking the UFOs seriously enough. So the Pentagon saying they take it very seriously. And other people in the government are saying, yeah, but not seriously enough. So I don't really know what Canada's stance is on UFOs and space and little green men. That was something that we probably have to do a lot more digging on. I don't know if you know anything about no, that, Lorena. Zero. But the US government, they're they're not messing around. They're open to it. So so are, I'm open to it, unless they're mean that I'm not. <laughs> Only nice aliens. Do you want to read number three? Sure. You have your scientists are much more confident in the idea of life on other planets. 30 years ago, we hadn't discovered any planets outside of our solar system, which is true. And now not only have we discovered thousands of them, but we've seen dang black holes. We've seen a dang black hole. I'm sorry if that is not language that you like, but the day that it came on the news that we have pictures of a black hole, something with like 
Like Einstein never thought that we would ever see the day where the the math would line up to us getting to actually see a black hole. Like this was a big deal and it didn't get enough attention. And I'm posting the link so you can see a picture of it because it's, it's amazing. Like if we can find planets that we never thought existed and we can see a black hole, there's got to be something else out there. Right? It's funny, I'm reading a totally fiction book now that has black holes in it, but on Earth, and they're sucking up everything Ooh. around it. I wonder if that's the what black holes do in space, if they're sucking up everything around them and that's absolutely kind what of they're adjusting doing. them yep. or whatever goes on in a black hole. Yeah, so like, mm. there's just so much stuff out there that we, even Einstein couldn't fathom them, and we're seeing them now. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Okay, the fourth reason why you should consider aliens as a possibility is that there's just so many firsthand, I put a lot of O's on that when I wrote it down <laughs> in my notes, like there's so many firsthand accounts of extraterrestrial sightings. Take that as you will. I mean, like right. some people are just maybe having a few too many beers or whatever, but there's there's so many people. Like, what do you think about that, Lorena? There's always somebody within your group that has seen something or knows somebody. It's kind of like ghosts. Like everybody, you know somebody, or you know somebody who knows somebody that has a ghost story. Right. And yes. it's almost like maybe it's a little further down. Like you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that right. has an alien story. But but now with the internet, like there's video footage. Sometimes you're. I mean, I can be convinced of anything. I am not a good candidate. Like, I look at something, I'm like, that's it, believe. And then someone's yeah. like, oh, well, can't you see the string? I'm like, oh, funny, I didn't see that. Like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't believe right? anymore, I'm done. But uh, there are people with bigger minds and... I um, This is totally out. like a tangent, but just how you brought up, like how the human mind works. I sometimes watch court cases on YouTube because they actually live stream them. Right. And there was a discussion about how, like, now that everybody has cell phones and sometimes there's there's recordings or, like, if you have a 911 phone call, it's mm -hmm. being recorded. And sometimes they're recorded, but they're really hard to hear. And they'll play them at the court cases. And one side, like, the defense will play it and tell you, like, you'll hear... Rah, 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 rah. Right. And then they'll say, this is what you heard. And... Your, your brain's like, oh, yeah, now that you told me that, it's def that is 100% what I heard. And then the other side will play it, and they'll be like, no, rah, 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 actually says this. And your brain's like, oh, well, now I agree with you. Like, it's, I, I like, totally it's so easy that. to convince yourself of anything. Well, to digress, like, I'm the worst when it comes to listening to music lyrics. I yep. make up stuff all the time. Like, my family gets so frustrated with me. I, I just make up my own song that follows the tune yeah so i can be convinced oh it said that okay well i'll just start singing that so <laughs> i agree that we're easily shaped and so it's like there's there is a lot of people saying that they've seen a lot of things but our brain kind of sees whatever we want yeah, it to see true. like that's i guess that's like the other side of it we're trying to look at this from both points of yeah, view and it's really easy brain. to see things yeah. from both points of view um okay so the last one was my favorite one there's 
lots of theories of why we haven't seen the aliens yet. So people think, yes, they exist, but there's reasons why we haven't seen them. And um, my favorite one is that they're all sleeping. Like hibernating? For whatever, I don't know why, like maybe it's just when they go to bed is while we are, humans are existing. But there's one theory that there's a lot of aliens and they're just all sleeping, taking a nap. They're taking a sabbatical from us. Yeah, they're just, we're not going to see them until they wake up. Um, My other favorite one was that they're just already here. Okay. Walking amongst us. Yeah. And you and I had kind of talked about that, like, yeah, previous, like off the microphones about how like we're kind of so de- desensitized mm-hmm. from everything that if they were here it would be like well, okay okay I agree I hear you I one that that was one of the things I was thinking about sometimes the conspiracy theorist in my brain tells me that uh, with all the flood of paranormal books which I love that's yes. a genre I love um, movies and TV series it has crossed my suspicious mind that like you said, we are becoming desensitized uh, to all this talk and the concept of paranormal just in time for the big reveal. Dun, dun, dun. They are here. And then I'm making a sandwich for my kids' lunch, and I realize I have a huge day ahead of me, and I think, well, that's Arena Lorena Dilemma for next week. <laughs> right? Put the aliens on the back shelf. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that next week. I got bigger fish to fry at this point. So. You do make a good point with like all that, like as a global society that we've dealt with in the last, even the last decade, that if aliens showed up yeah. or just made themselves known, it'd be so anticlimactic. And now before aliens used to be a scary prospect. Now they're romanticized. And now we'd be right? like, hey, like, did you guys bring face masks? Aliens, like, do you have face masks? Because that's a requirement. If you don't have them, you have to leave. Yeah, I agree. I'm not Just, vaccinated against aliens. Right? <laughs> oh. You have probably one of my favorite social media stories yes. in existence, and in, the world needs to hear it. So this is my personal story that my personal family and friends are probably sick of hearing. But it <laughs> happened about a year ago, and it involved a potential alien sighting of alien moon footage uh neil degrasse tyson the up and coming not up and coming but the most well-known physicist of our time right now absolutely and my twitter feed and registering four hundred thousand comments and we can't forget the twitter troll named fred who i would rather take aliens than him any day just one of those guys so i'll paint the picture i had gotten up quite early in the spring morning and i was sitting there with my coffee enjoying the quiet of the morning and i was going through my twitter feed and i noticed there was a video of a gentleman from montreal who had posted um a video of the moon and like silver ships kind of skimming the surface of the moon. I wonder if we can find this video. I'm going to try. Yes. Let's try and share it with you guys. So, of course, I looked at it. I'm like, sold. It's real. Like, <laughs> They're here. It, it looked totally <laughs> real to me, right? I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Now, this is when all the thinking tanks of the world start chiming in at 530 in the morning. Right. And it's like, 
I'm looking and on the Twitter uh, handles, it's like somebody, this guy from NASA, uh, this scientific something of Congress, right. and they're all weighing in on their views and they're talking of like, I'm catching just little snippets of words that I understand and <laughs> concepts I and they're saying, well, no, it can't be this because look at this, like the trajectory of this. And then Neil deGrasse, Tyson chimes in and I'm watching all this. This is interesting, right? And they're all, they're kind of coming to the conclusion. I realize after about an hour that uh, they think it's a hoax and they have reasonings why that I, I can't right. articulate, but anyway, uh, but Neil deGrasse Tyson makes a spelling mistake. You cannot do that on the internet. <laughs> no, but he made a spelling mistake. He spelled the word universe wrong, okay? Oh, that's bad. So I'm sitting there, and I got a chuckle out of this, right? And I'm waiting, and nobody's calling him on it. So I'm thinking, like, are they scared to call him out because he's, like, this big fancy pants, like, <laughs> physicist, right? And I'm thinking, I'm just a... Uh, part-time worker who's a mom of three teens who are sleeping right now like if I call him out on it like nicely of course right. and with humor and and that like what's is it going to change my life like I'm not going to get fired from my he just flies to Alberta <laughs> to be like no Lorena so I'm like I'm waiting I'm thinking nobody's posting so then I make a comment and I thought it was very witty I said <laughs> uh we have bigger problems than aliens uh, the top physicist of the world, known physicist of the world, just spelled the word universe wrong. And I said uh, something to the fact about there not being no constants in the universe. Right? <laughs> he replies. He liked my witty comment. He let me know that. He said that it was true and uh, that that was on him or something and kind of thought it was funny. Brittany, the flood of... Twitter comments that were I can't even my, imagine it's over it was over 400,000 by the time everything was done like this is the most famous I will ever be even though it had nothing to do with it's me a little mind-blowing but like in listeners in case you didn't know like before this podcast even started Lorena was already famous yes this I is your, what you're saying yeah yes. okay. you were already famous who knew? And but I mean, really, I was piggybacking off of. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know, guesses, <laughs> for about a week, I had friends and family that were phoning. They're like, "What's it at now?" And I'm like, "I'm at seven thousand. Oh, I think I'll hit twenty thousand by the end of the day." And then it was just so exciting, and I'll probably never be able to be re like replicated again. But and then oh, and then so what had happened in my little um, blurb? spelled or spelt so in oh. canada spelled s-p-e-l-l-e-d or you can also write it as s-p-e-l-t yeah so in the worldwide uh -oh. forum somebody thought that i had spelled spelled wrong oh no <laughs> and people weighed in on that and there was one <laughs> I'm going to call him a gentleman, but he wasn't. He was a jerky jerk <laughs> named Fred who attacked, just kept attacking. He was vicious, right? But in the end, Fred, I had family and friends phoning. They're like, has Fred wrote anything again? I'm like, yeah, Fred's wrote this. And it ended up being an, a side entertainment piece 
to the already big, wonderful. It's just turned piece. into a Twitter monster. Oh. Yeah. And for now on, we'll never forget Fred ever. <laughs> and was he like, did he get his comeuppance? Oh, people, people either agreed with his view that had never seen like, that's one thing in Canada we have, you know, it's like the U in color. Yeah, like we have more the maybe British. We, yeah. We get to pick sometimes yeah. different words and how we want to spell them. Right. And how we feel that day or <laughs> what looks good to you or feels good. We have that. We're very fortunate. We have that luxury. But um, he was very much did not know that. And when I, I let him nicely know that. You know, there's other ways to spell spelt. I just have to say, spelled. like, only on a library-based podcast would you hear someone talk about the luxury of spelling, and I love it. Well, we are very lucky <laughs> it's in true. Canada that we we're lucky for a lot of things, yeah, spelling included. Things, but that in itself, just having the choice to pick different words and yeah. how we want to. Spell it. Anyway, that was my big uh, claim to fame moment um, on the back of Neil deGrasse Tyson and that he responded and thought that my comment was witty and then the follow-up from that. We need to make you a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Just with him on it. Yeah. And his the word that he spelled wrong. Universe. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay, so aliens... Neil yes, deGrasse no. Tyson. We've covered Black all the holes. physicists. We this this has been a lot of things, and well above our pay grade. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so that actually is a really good point. We usually say this at the beginning of the episodes, but I'm just going to drop it in right now. We're not experts. We don't really know anything so about black holes or theoretical physics or much of any like we know how to spell some words sometimes so just take this as you will we're not we're not here to give you advice on black holes or aliens or what is happening in the universe or even on how you want to spell the word spelled or spelt you do you Thanks for sticking it out with us on this episode of Small Town Badger. Until next week, stay safe and be well, folks. Toodles! If you have a community event, program questions, or something you would like to share with us at Small Town Banter, please email us at podcast at pclibraries.ca. That's podcast at pclibraries.ca.